if you're focused and passionate and driven, um, you can achieve anything you want to achieve in life. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream you wanted to dream. And a lot of things that we want to do, a lot of places we would like to go, a lot of things we would like to experience. Here's how to really cash in on this year. Number one, get serious. Life is serious. That's basically it. I actually, for today, had to dig through my uh, Juggalo bag which is a collection of things that I got at the gathering and had to be like, I almost brought y'all a stage worn denim vest from uh, violent J, but it was back when he was a real big man. It's like a six XL oh, wow. that they gave me. Um, I mean, I was paid also. This was just like, hey, do you also want a, a stage-worn <laughs> vest that I don't know what the hell to do with? Are you a, a Juggalo influencer? I, apparently now, yes. <laughs> That's sick. That yeah. Cool. Me and the tribe are we're, we're tied at the Dark Carnival. It was oh, yeah. funny. My wife and I hosted like a, like a work event at our house or like a work party at our house, and I was so pumped to meet a Juggalo. I've never met a juggalo before. So like one of her coworkers was a juggalo. I was like so pumped. I had so many questions. Oh yeah. Well, I'm hopefully here to answer some of them right. <laughs> from two years of going to the gathering. Uh, I have seen a lot and I actually also, I dug this up. It's oh, my shit. juggalos for Jesus t-shirt. Oh. You notice the hatchet man's carrying a cross. <laughs> yeah. I love that. On the back, it says Jesus saves <laughs> juggalos. I prayed my ass off for this shirt. <laughs> I love that shirt so much. Yeah. It's a two XL. It <laughs> swallows me. But, um, at the same time, it, me and a weird body, former AIW wrestler, weird body that I was with, um, we prayed hard for these with the with the Jesus for Juggalo folks. That's awesome. We told them a lot of crap. I feel bad almost because, um, you know, I was faking it for the T-shirt. Oh, yeah. It was a whole yeah. lot of them being like, you know, what is your spiritual journey? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I <laughs> uh, grew up in the Southern Baptist Church. My parents said I could not go if I didn't want to. I took that path. Uh, a lot of it sounds like poppycock to me. But for them, I'm like, you know, I'm just a, someone looking for a savior, man. Mm -hmm. And more than that, I'm looking for a T-shirt. So uh, <laughs> how do we, uh, what do I got? You tell me the magic words. Brett, what's the craziest thing you've ever done for a T-shirt? Show your tits? Mm, actually, I don't know. I haven't been offered that many T-shirts. Uh, at the fairs, they used to offer, like, if you do, like, 25 push-ups, you could get, like, a Marine shirt. But I never wanted to join the Marines, <laughs> so or able to do twenty five push ups. So I, I never did that. Um, I've got similar <laughs> recruitment thing. When I was in college, uh, we had like a early registration. You went to the school, you stayed overnight in the dorms. Yeah, yada yada yada. So they had us in like the rec room, and we were playing Halo, and the military recruiter showed up. And he came over and he put his arm around me and he's like, you could do that in real life. <laughs> and I looked at him, I was like, shoot aliens? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't think I can. He's like, no, nah, man, that's just the Taliban. And I was like, this is the worst recruiting pitch for like some little skateboard kid. I like, I don't want to shoot the Taliban. 
I want to shoot these uh, the flood. That's more yeah. fun. Yeah, interdimensional space beings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, um, I didn't join. Uh, that that did not persuade me to get into the military. Um, end up with my brain all scrambled more than it already is. No, thank you. Yeah. Sorry to our b- bets. <laughs> thank you well, for your service. Well, I'm ready whenever you guys are ready. No rush. Right. As as of always, I just haven't figured out a nice uh, figured out a way to tell you that I'm rolling. You can just tell me. I think it's funny because then we just add that last part in the episode anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then I do like a cold open. I like I like I like that new system. It's been working out pretty good. All right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> Hello, welcome to uh, podcast Brett Talk, uh, the advice podcast where me Brett talks to you. I've used that open a few times. I should probably uh, stop recycling it, but I care too much about the environment to waste paper. Uh, I'm here at Golden Ox Studios with producer Jer Bear. How's it going? I'm good, Brett. How are you? I'm good. I'm happy I've been finally able to call you that. I've been waiting like two weeks to call you Jer Bear. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. My mother calls me Jer Bear. Oh, really? Yeah. So you might have to fight her for the uh, the privilege, but that's all right. I'll let you have it. Thanks. She doesn't listen to this show, so I don't think she'll she'll even notice. What if, like, next time you saw it, or she's like, so I was just listening to my favorite podcast, <laughs> and what the hell, Jeremy? Yeah, that'd be funny that this was her favorite podcast and not my own podcast. That would be something. <laughs> I would prefer that this was her favorite podcast, because uh, my podcast is not for moms. It's not. It's it's a, a mom. I'm no moms allowed podcast. Do you have that on the sign on the door with a backwards <laughs> N? Like no moms allowed. No, I just have that on the the logo of the podcast. <laughs> moms are allowed in here. They're just not allowed. Yeah. Uh, they're just not allowed listening to my podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Enough about us, because you hear about us and our delusions every single week. Uh, and we're pretty awful because, you know, you listen to us every week, but we're fun and we're nice people. <laughs> so that's what matters. But enough about us. I'm very excited uh, to have my new friend. He's a very great guy. He's very funny. He can tell a hell of a story. I'm glad he's on. Uh, Daniel Wagner, everybody. Start clapping in your car. Yay. I'll do like I do when I do um, karaoke. Just get really close to the mic and clap and be like, "Good job, Daniel! You did a really good job. You're yeah. so good at this." Yeah. So if no one else is paying attention, at least I can reaffirm myself. I didn't blow it by doing. We don't have to take our clothes off, which is yeah. in a horrible key. Yeah. Um, that's uh, thank you, thank you. Happy to be here to talk about one of my favorite subjects. Oh yeah, I was doing my Al Pacino scent of a woman back here. The hooah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun, right? You could add that to your impressions now. Oh, yeah. It was a solid one. Oh, thank you. My impressions bit, Stan Mackey. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I am here today to Brett talk about the gathering of the Juggalos. Um, A little background. I am a two-time survivor of the Dark Carnival. I've gone... 
twice, 2021 and 2022. Nice. Um, still not sure if I'm going to go again this year. I haven't got the call from the clowns yet, but um, uh, hoping I'll make it a, a three straight years. And what I figured I would come on to talk about is some of the do's and don'ts and things to survive the gathering of the juggalos. The gathering gets a horrible rep, but really it's just like a weirdo Coachella, like with way less pretentiousness. But there are rules of survival at the carnival that when you go in blind, you're going to get hit. Don't believe the shit that Vice News tries to do where they do their like, look at these people, like exposés with the guy in the clown makeup and he looks really scared. Saw him. He was really scared the entire time because people kept screaming, show me your butthole (laughs) to him. Um, You see Vice News is about to file for bankruptcy. About time. Yeah. Like once they lost Jesus and Marrow, I had no reason to ever watch it again. Yeah. Like there's like Vice News. Show me something decent, Vice News. <laughs> you ain't been nothing ever. Um so yeah, I have some some things here to get you going. Um I think my number one do is make friends with juggalos while you're there. They are an interesting people. They are a very nice group of people. They will give you the shirts off their back, literally, because I've seen it. Nice. Um, they will feed you. They will get you drunk. They will get you high. Whatever your your fancy is, the Juggalos will take care of you as long as you come correct, which yeah. goes to my don'ts. Be pretentious at the gathering. Um it, they will. They could sniff your ass out. Ask clown ass from Vice News how quickly he got snipped out with his camera crew, and everybody like the ones who were hip to it were quick to you know tell him to kiss their ass. Um, don't show your butthole. A lot of people are going to ask you to show them your butthole. It's kind of a thing they yell. Show me your butthole. Um, if you do. Like, actually, you know what? Show them your butthole. If you're so proud of your own asshole and so confident that it is sparkling clean (laughs) that you're willing to just spread cheeks, more power to you, actually. That's not a don't. That's now a do. Do show your butthole. I never had that confidence. I had to yell it at me multiple times. I just kind of gave a quick, like, quip about how they had to pay money for it. It's funny. Yeah, they would laugh. I would laugh. Um, this one dude kept talking to me about how the birds were crying cause it was raining and we realized he's on way too much acid. <laughs> and he kept telling us, he's just like, the birds are crying right now. Me and, uh, Keller and weird body were just like, dude, we're at the dark carnival now. Um, but here's a good don't, don't pick up money you find because okay. people wipe their asses with it. And then they throw, like, a, they'll wipe their ass and throw the $5 bill on the ground. And then they sit around and they watch it. And if you go to pick it up, you're going to get doo-doo on your hands. And then everyone laughs at you. Um, I I was told, tipped off to this early okay. uh, by Tommy Whoop Whoop, my boy, my dog, my true ninja. Um, Tommy Whoop Whoop lives in Detroit, works for Psychopathic Records. He's the best. Um I'll be sure to share a photo of him because Tommy looks like everything you would think he looks like (laughs) as like a king juggalo. 
Um, so don't go there. Don't spin the wheel. So there's a group. These folks are, God, they're such assholes. Um, they'll say, like, spin the wheel for a free beer. Yeah. And you spin the wheel, and the wheel is full of horrible things, like <sighs> eat a fart and, you know, light a firecracker out of your asshole or all this other just shit, and they will make you do it. Like, there is no, ha, 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 that was pretty funny. They will hound your ass, and they will get the tribe on you quick to, like, force you to do it. Like, I watched a dude get a bottle rocket shot out of his ass. Oh, my God. Does that hurt? It has to, right? Yeah. When the sparks start going right there (laughs) on that, that butthole is sensitive flesh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they had the stick in it, and it didn't come out. It just, like, bow, like, right in his butt. Ouch. And, uh... You know, he was just kind of stuck in, like, the moment, and we all were, and that was just something. Um, one of the many things that I got to see, uh, along with really bad parenting, you'll see a lot of that. Oh. Um, my favorite was, so a thing that people will do, young women, they'll walk around topless with a sign that says $5 titty touch, and people will pay them $5 to grab grab a titty. Okay, entrepreneurs. Yeah, you know I, I appreciate hustlers. Respect it. So <laughs> there was this one woman and a kid, and the little kid's got a sign that says "My First Gathering." I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute. His mother has a sign that says five dollar titty touches." <laughs> <laughs> and like, she's topless. Both of them are super happy. You don't <laughs> stare. You don't judge. I wasn't. Of course. I, I don't want to judge, but that kid. It's going to go to therapy eventually. <laughs> and there's going to be conversations he has to have with a therapist of how do we end up here? Well, my mom took me to my first gathering when I was eight <laughs> and she sold titty touches, um, $10 butt grabs, which we always thought was a sort of backwards. You know, you think you want to charge 10 for a titty, yeah. not for just the butt, but, um, Trying to set the the rec podcast record for saying the word titty in one bit. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, so it's, it's a new Brett Talk record. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure no one beats it. <laughs> like if they get close, I'm gonna start choking them. <laughs> <laughs> this titty record must stay. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got to talk about the wrestling. Oh yeah. So they put on. Juggalo Championship Wrestling does a show. Some dudes with it go to the open tryout. You will have some real wrestlers show up for the open tryout so they can get on the show. And then you have drunk kids that have never been in a ring before just trying to break each other's necks. Like, they don't know what they're doing. They'll jump up on the turnbuckles, fall off the turnbuckles, um, just roll around on the floor. (laughs) And the whole time they've got trainers yelling like, stand up, stand up, come on now. They're just drunk. One kid puked in the ring. Uh, He got rolled around a little too much and then just threw up everywhere. That was really funny Um, because then people had to wrestle in it because they wouldn't (laughs) clean it up. I was like, yeah, welcome to JCW, man. It's just part of the carnival. Uh, But the actual wrestling stuff, like it's super late at night. But um, it's it's pretty good. It's booked by uh, AIW 
at Cleveland's own wrestling promotion, John Thorne, their promoter, books it. It puts a lot of the talent together and stuff. So it's it's actually well done. Um, another, so I guess I should explain how I end up at the carnival. I realized I've never explained actually how oh, I end up yeah. going to this thing. So I worked two years as a Bigfoot in a haunted hayride. And basically my job was to spend late at night this these people would pay $350 a person for a meet and greet with ICP and then do a haunted hayride where ICP are on the thing narrating it. Mm -hmm. All right, $350 a pop. They sell out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We did eight shows and they sold out every one of them to do this haunted hayride. Damn. Yeah, just to let you know the amount of money this thing is making, like it's, it's obscene. For, for what it is. Um, so I would, you know, one of the years, the cart sort of drove by and we had this young lady who was a plant and she would jump off and I would run out as a Bigfoot, grab her and drag her off into the woods while she's screaming and stuff. And uh, on the first day, I was like, look, I'm going to be respectful. I'm going to be proactive. Like, if I'm going to be grabbing you off a cart, if I if I touch you in the wrong way, I'm sorry. It's not intentional. Like, I'm just snatching. But I wanted to go ahead and address it. And if anything makes you uncomfortable, let me know. And immediately she just looks at me and just goes, no, you can touch me anywhere. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> man, that's not the answer we wanted. Yeah. Like, I appreciate it. Like, I'm not going to take you up on that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I did end up tripping while I was running with her, and both of us, like, <laughs> fell down hard on gravel, <sighs> and I landed right on top of her. All 220 pounds of my ass just slammed right on top of her. And she's little, but I didn't, she didn't get hurt, so that's whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's how I ended up at the carnival, was getting paid to dress as a Bigfoot. Um, it's... The dumbest job and one of the most well-paying jobs I've ever had. Like, we were oh, making wow. nearly a grand to do this for a couple of days. You get all-access passes, which is the only way to do the gathering. Uh, hotel room, free food. Uh, you get to stand on, like, the side of the stage and watch all that you want to. I got to be a part of Fago Armageddon. Goes to the next one. Get on stage for Fago Armageddon during the ICP set. Uh, they just bring out truckloads of Fago and they start throwing it in the air. And um, I learned a trick. I'll have to show it to y'all sometime with a Fago bottle where you can turn it into a rocket, a two liter, where you, you shake, you put your finger in the top and then flip it and the bottle will soar. It will actually fly. Like those clowns can launch them 20, 30 yards of Fago blast and it's one of the most awe-inspiring things and i made tommy whoop whoop teach me like oh, wow. how do i launch a fago bottle i want to be like the clowns and that was his he's like come here put your finger right here and he said something really vulgar when he's talking <laughs> about it i'm gonna let y'all all assume what that was <laughs> yeah. not gonna set the record for that word <laughs> titty ah, <laughs> nice. add to the collection good one um and let's see i wouldn't say oh 
I guess one of my last tips, do not attend the Miss Juggalette contest. All right. Um, if you want to see some shit, or you know what? Attend it if you want to see some <laughs> shit that's going to <laughs> yeah. make you really wonder if you should go like honestly pray with the Juggalo for Jesus people. Yeah. Um, not just to get the T-shirt, but actually really, really, you know, have a conversation with them. Um, I saw some of the most vile shit in my life, including, um, we'll, we'll try to keep this as clean as possible. Uh, everybody has a talent. Yeah. Now, the young lady that I was doing the hayride with, her talent was like a baton in dancing. Mm -hmm. Very talented, very pretty girl. Other talents included squirting. Okay. Um, she gets up there, this young woman, and they're like, what's your talent? She goes, I can squirt. And we're like, oh, no. And it should be known, too, that inside this tent, there was a ton of rotting hot dog pieces. <laughs> yeah. So it smells like total just gross. Like, it's the <laughs> grossest smell. I've, I don't know why there were just packs and packs of open hot dogs everywhere yeah. that had been baking in the sun. Um, but it just, it reeks inside this tent and she gets to going and she can't, she's got performance anxiety, you know, she's being shy and we're like, come on kitten, don't be shy. Like you (laughs) can just right here and people are chanting for her and stuff. Like, you know, you want to see the show. Well, then she brings out a bat and she, she got there. Yeah, I'm not going to go into the, all the grab. There's there's a Google Drive out there where some person filmed all of the Miss Juggalettes and then put it out on Reddit. Um, you can search it out and see for yourself. It was graphic. Uh, don't don't go to the Miss Juggalette contest. It's not worth it. It's just a whole bunch of, you know, I mean, you see a lot of titty, but um, it not in the context. It's not in a. Yeah. It's it's in a gross way, and I didn't know that that existed until the <laughs> gathering. There's a way to be like, Ugh, I just don't feel good about this. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you know, this is my 13 year old dream, but yeah. turns out at at 40, this is not funny anymore or cute. Who won that uh, contest that year? A tattoo artist mm. and her talent. Was deep throating. Oh, nice. Yeah. She deep throated an entire long balloon and the crowd went wild. <laughs> and she had really cool sleeves. Like she was all yeah. sleeved up and everything and topless, of course. Yeah. yeah she left that at home. Yeah. No need for it. Uh, did not have a sign though for $5 grab. No. So she, she was higher class topless. <laughs> yeah. The others, but yeah, that's who won the the Miss Juggalette contest. Um, at God, that sucked. Lord, that sucked. That one. Um, I did get to meet Chris Hansen, a oh, personal wow. role model of mine. Uh, Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator, uh, and talk with him. I got a photo. Me oh. and Chris Hansen. Uh, he's a super nice guy. I told him I respect what he did. That he was fighting the good fight, getting these perverts off the streets. And then proceeded to be like, what about Crazy Trinity 89? Um, the guy who gets butt naked 
on the episode and says he wants to to fuck her cat. Oh and yeah. He's just sitting there butt naked while Chris Hansen grills him. Uh he gets gassed up real good. Uh and he was just like, Yeah, he went to jail. I'm oh. like, oh yeah, no, no shit, Chris Hansen. Yeah. How did I wanna know how did you feel having to sit across from this naked pervert yeah. <laughs> that was willing to get just straight butt naked because y'all said it and walk through a house. Yeah. That's like the one. Have you seen the one where the guy gets caught, but then he makes bail and he comes back to a different house the next day, but it's not a house to, to try to throw him off the scent. They tell him to meet him at a McDonald's. And he's no. like, yeah, so this guy comes back. And he's like walking up, and Chris Hansen comes out of the McDonald's, and then he's just, just like, I'm just getting lunch, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, I mean, what if he really, well, no, they've got the paper trail. They always have a paper trail on them. Well, because they're like, they're like, meet me, because the, the decoys like, meet me at this McDonald's. And so he gets out of jail from the house. Then the next night, the next day, he goes and meets someone at uh, McDonald's. And- <laughs> Um, if you ever want to quit sexting with someone, read your sexting messages in Chris Hansen's voice, uh, and it makes you sound like the biggest pervert. Like, you can't be, like, any way, like, how cool you think you may sound yeah. or what they're saying back. You're like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting it. Reread it in Chris Hansen's voice, and you will instantly be like, ah, uh-uh. Nope, we're done here. Yeah. I I hear it when he would sit there and read the text, the chat conversations of these people, or be like, "Have you ever tried anal?" Oh, no, yeah. I've been afraid to. Oh, don't worry, it doesn't hurt. And oh yeah, just being like, ah, uh, uh, why am I sending these messages right now? This doesn't matter. Ah, yeah. uh. I listen to his podcast, and he'll do the whole. Like, have you listened to it? Yes. Yeah, he'll do the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, hearing Chris Hansen say really <laughs> vulgar shit, just in that voice, that monotoned voice, yeah. so professional. Um, yeah, his podcast is really interesting. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know about it until we saw him speak, and then he was telling us about, check out my podcast. I was like, oh, man, Chris Hansen got a podcast. We all have podcasts. Yeah, everyone does. <laughs> everyone has a car. Everyone has a podcast. That's okay. It's the American dream. Yeah. Car in every uh, every driveway and a podcast in every year. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hansen was really cool. I met Steve-O. He okay. was, and it's sober Steve-O, so yeah. he was really cool, actually. Um, forgot who was on stage with him. It might have been um, Project Pat. He was a rapper, and he was super fucked up and started turning on the crowd and was like, fuck this crowd, Uh, fuck all y'all, y'all, blah, 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 blah. And the crowd turned on him and started throwing shit, and Steve-O had to run out there and, like, save the situation and was like, nah, he's a juggalo just like us, man. We're all juggalos. Ah. <laughs> That's my Steve-O impression. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's great. Ah, oh, man. Nah, man. So my teeth rotted out from doing a bunch of math, and now I got <laughs> these fake teeth. My throat's all fucking horsed because of so much of the drinking and smoking. I kind of lost it by the end there, but that's my Steve-O. Pretty close. Yeah. I don't know if you really did lose it at the end because you're right. His voice is all fucked up, so his voice probably does trail off. Yeah, it does at times. 
Yeah. Hey, this is Steve-O hanging out with my best friend, Johnny Knoxville. Well, that's pretty good. I'm going to add, yeah, there's my limited fake Steve-O. I do have an impression. Yeah. I never thought I had an impression I could do, and it so, turns out I can do Steve-O. So are you pro Juggalo, or are you like more of a spectator of the whole thing? Do I am pro Juggalo. Um, I've actually gone, there's a guy, Ouija Mac, who's like a, a ICP disciple, and he's actually really good. Like we've gone and me and uh Weird Body went and saw him at uh when he came to Cleveland, uh at the not at the Agora, one of the little Odeon. Odeon, yeah. Okay. It was at the cool. Odeon. And it was really fun. That's one of my dues. Watch the Ouija Mac set. Ouija it's Mac. fun. He does um instead of staying alive, juggalo life. It's awesome. I like to you. the tune of it's like you can tell by the way I keep my hatchet. I'm a hatchet man. No time to talk. Juggalos are round and round. Going to battle. Yeah, I can't remember all the stuff. I'm gonna. Tr- I'll just trail off and start mumbling. Does, but is there like a, a history of like? Uh, and I'm just asking questions, so don't. Yeah, no, uh, please. Is, I, I feel like there's like a history of like well, for one, misogyny, especially some of the, the things that you were sharing earlier. But like, it seems to me that like the juggalos can tend to lean more homophobic no oh great that's you're you're very wrong you'll see more people burning and dragging confederate flags around Mm -hmm. that's a big thing people will burn a confederate flag and then wrap it around their leg and just drag it through the dirt the whole day they're super anti-racist you'll see lots of pride flags out and about that's awesome um trans flags bi flags general rainbow flags. Um, there is, there's a lot of red blooded American men that yeah. love, a, they love a titty grab, yeah. but there isn't this weird rape cultures and stuff no. that you see like at EDM festivals. Sure. Um, that's highly frowned upon. And like the messages of like ICP has been anti, homophobia, racism, or not anti-racist, you know what I mean. Yeah. Anti-racist, all those things for a long time. And they even came out, you know, not too long ago and apologized for a lot of their earlier stuff, like the language they were using that was homophobic. And we're like, you know, this isn't what we represent. We've learned. We have grown as individuals. Hmm. We... We don't like portraying that image. You know, we're we're all about them, especially Shaggy Tudo, who, if I'm not mistaken, his son or daughter is gay. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Yeah, I've seen the clowns without their makeup on. Oh, wow! What was that like? It was wild. Shaggy Tudo wears glasses. Oh no! Uh, he's the skinnier shaved head yeah. one. Yeah, I, I'm asking because I want to dispel a lot of like. There's some stereotypes that come along yeah. with oh, yeah. juggalos that I think that are. Uh, <laughs> unfair at times like uh, uh, you know i mean like i think that these people are people who ha- they're looking for a sense of community right and i think from the outside looking in a lot of people can tend to assume certain things because of what has happened in the past with these types of gatherings of people so uh, that's the reason why i asked yeah and i think you're you're right on they're looking for their own kind. And I will say this. I've been a part of ska scenes, hardcore scenes, metal scenes, wrestling scenes. You name it. I've had friends that were involved in it. There is no group more 
together than the juggalos. Like, they know you think they're stupid. And they know you think what you think about them. And they don't give a shit. Like, they love their own kind. They whoop whoop with each other. They are down for their cause. And they truly, it's an entire group of loving people. Like I said, I came in, I'm wearing what I normally wear, like stupid t-shirts and jeans and hat. Like I'm not dressed the part. I'm not going to paint my face and be inauthentic to myself and also try to portray something to them that I'm not. Man, they opened me up open arms. Like, oh, come over here to my tent, man, or my car- my camper. Come get a drink. Have fun. Where are you from? What do you do? You want a cigarette? You want some smoke? You know, you want some cocaine? Oh, like, yeah. you can get anything at the gathering, man. It's an open parlor. Um, the police are there, but they are very lax. It's like kind of the way the cops should be at all times, yeah. or the cops at the gathering. They're just making sure you don't OD. Okay, that's <laughs> like, good. They just don't want any dead bodies. But other than that, yeah. like I've seen people blowing rails with a cop just shaking his head, looking at them. <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. Whoop, whoop. This is a different world. Yeah, because that Vice documentary definitely had a hint of cynicism to it. Oh, fuck that Vice documentary. Dude, this is why I'm glad Vice News is going under. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... All the stuff, the things that Gawker did, Vice, all of these pretentious groups that try to champion themselves as inclusive and as other shit, like, no, they find the lowest common denominator, decide to shit on it, and turn it into a spectacle. And that's something that always upset me was, you know, these these aren't zoo animals, like, they're folks with regular jobs yeah. that just a lot of them got a real shit lot in life. Like they didn't make the big money. They may not have be the most educated, but they have good hearts and they're, this is their weekend. Yeah. This is like the one time of the year that they get to act like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's beautiful. Yeah. Like I go to furnace fest every year, which oh, is wow. a, hardcore punk and metal festival in Birmingham, Alabama. And it's kind of the same sort of thing. Like it's a whole bunch of us that don't get to see each other very often, but we all go to furnace fest and we'll bust out a couple spin kicks, you know, whatever we've whatever bullets we got left in our gun, we'll shoot them off and, you know, listen to a whole bunch of stuff and head walk and scream and have fun. Cause it's a sense of the community. Other festivals, like I've been to Bonnaroo, I've been to an EDM festival that I can't even remember the name of anymore. It's defunct. And they, none of them had the same sense of happiness that the gathering had. Yes, it's got warts. I've obviously described some of them. Yeah. But every festival's got its warts. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, I've seen worse behavior at Bonnaroo. Woodstock ninety whatever yeah Woodstock ninety nine yep um I I've seen that shit uh, at the gathering none of it like even people that may grab a titty you paid five dollars for it yeah like, nobody's those nobody's two, grabbing free titty yeah, yeah that's like those are two consenting adults too yeah yeah, yeah. that's an exchange of goods yeah <laughs> like, I respect that that's capitalism happening <laughs> right there yeah couldn't agree more.
That's cool. Uh, could, so can you explain the whole uh, Christ juggalo? What, what would you what'd you call them? Oh, juggalos for Christ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be glad to talk about them. I can talk about them all day. They're right. amazing. So I found out about them the first year I went. We were out. Um, this was after the bands were done. We were over by the main stage. And these kids come walking by with pizza and water. And they were just asking, like, have you eaten today? Do you need some water? Like, anything you need. I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. And then I see their T-shirt, and it says Juggalos for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And it had this image of the hatchet man with a cross. And immediately I was like, that's the coolest damn thing I've ever seen in my life. I got to have this. And I asked Tommy Whoop Whoop, like, what's the deal with these folks? And he's like, no, nah, man, those are the guardian angels. They've got a chill-out tent if you're too high. They take care of people. Like, their hearts are in the best place. Like, they're the best representation of a Christian. Mm -hmm. And I became obsessed with them. Like, anywhere I went, like, I was trying to get in with Juggalos for Jesus. Um, so, last day of the festival we decide like we're going to find them. Yeah. Like I've got to find this chill out tent. I got to meet the juggalos for Jesus. And they were super nice. And you know, no one's has a crossword to say about them. They don't care, man. I saw them giving pizza and high five and a dude that had a pentagram on his forehead. Mm -hmm. Like not your typical Christian actions that yeah. are coming from the juggalos for Jesus. It's funny. Cause they sound extremely Christ-like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, they are very Christ-like and non-judgmental. <laughs> like they're they're here to make sure everyone is being taken care of. They are a secondary medical group without medical training. Wow. Um, but yeah, we went, talked to them about religion and stuff. They were super cool. Did a couple prayers. I wasn't very sincere with mine, but we, you know, I had a situation. You get a free T-shirt. Um, it's kind of actually mad. I wanted the camo shirt, oh, but they only had it in a small. Damn. And, yeah, I was like, that would be good. This one, they're like, we have a 2XL. I'm <laughs> like, I guess. Like, this will work. I don't wear it very often, but uh, it's it's my one real piece of of merch. Um, but yeah, that's my, that's my thing with juggle for Jesus is that it to me is the best representation of Christianity and the values that Jesus would teach is walking around a fairground with pizzas and water, making sure that these young, you know, these juggalos aren't ODing. They've got their nutrients for the day from little Caesars. <laughs> um, they were Little Caesars pepperoni, five dollar hot and ready's, nice. which good pizza too. I don't even, I don't even bullshit. I love a hot and ready. I do. It's there's one by my work. I love it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's yeah. The Juggalos for Jesus, interesting group of folks, but very vital to the ecosystem of the gathering. Sounds like, sounds like they save lives. <laughs> they legitimately do. Yeah, and souls. Mm-hmm such a funny like dichotomy of like oh we we understand where what you're doing and where you're coming from and we don't judge it but we're here for you when you're you feel like you need it or 
want you know want to accept this new way of thinking of ju- like the juggalos it is kind of like a yeah a strange dichotomy that lives within the juggalos yeah um in it is one of those where and you know, i think i can't believe i cannot remember the name of the town that it's held in thornsville thornsville thank you yeah, yeah outside of columbus um the town, I don't think, is too amped about the gathering being there, except yeah. that that Walmart sells a lot of product. Oh, yeah. Um, they're selling, at place sells out of everything, because everybody, yeah, it's the one place there. Yeah. Sure. Um, they still do stuff at Hawking Hills? Not to my knowledge. Okay. I think they were permanently banned from there. Got it. They almost got banned from Thornville this last year because of the uh, the car stunt. Oh, um, yeah. They had this like stunt, extreme stunt show. Yeah. And I went to it, and it opens with people with bags over their head, handcuffed, and they pull the bags off, and like one dude got a skewer shoved through his cheeks. Oh damn! And I was like, this ain't a stunt show. Yeah. Like I thought someone was gonna jump through fire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not get burned by a cat like. Uh, branding iron oh and God. shit. Um, but they they set up this one stunt. You can actually see it in the vice thing because that stupid clown kid was trying to drive the car. But oh um, they had like an old Bonneville <laughs> and the stunt was supposed to be they drive the car into a ladder that a kid's standing on. He does a backflip and lands on the ground. All right. They've done it millions of times. They're on a cart path with an oversized Bonneville. Yeah. You know, big body grandma car. And this little bastard doesn't know how to back up. Like, it's very obvious he doesn't drive. Yeah. And he people are lined everywhere. And he's backing it into people and then having to straighten out and then turn. By the time he actually got it to a distance where he could drive it, um, the police showed up and were immediately. It's the only time I've ever seen them be police. They were like, "No, we're not doing this. Like, you're not about to hit someone with a car at full speed. Yeah. Plus, there's people lined up. If he turns anyway, he's going to plow into people. Sure. Um, but then that's when things got actually. The one time I would say things went the way people wanted it to, oh. like they ended up blowing that car up. Like oh. it got flipped and then set on fire and, you know, all the things you do with a car in the middle of a mini riot yeah. over it. And, of course, Vice News picked it all up, showed it, and, you know, now that's what people think the whole thing was. It was an isolated incident. But, um, yeah, oh, man, I hate Vice News. Never realized how much disdain I have for them until right now. Yeah, I'm not like a big fan of them. Uh, I saw a funny Hard Times article. It was uh, 60% of attendees at Gathering are just Vice. Yeah, they're everywhere. Like the Vice folks love to infiltrate. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where they may stay in the hotel where we all stayed at. There's only one, ho- like two hotels in the entire town. One's a, a Roach Motel, and the other is like a Hampton Inn. We stayed at the Hampton Inn. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, great breakfast. Got to eat breakfast with vanilla ice one time. That was kind of oh, awesome. Wow. 
really nice guy. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, Rob Van Winkle or whatever his name is. I think it's Rob Van Winkle. Um, Who, who's the most shocking person that you found out that was a juggalo? Um, you just wouldn't suspect this person. Chris Hansen would be up there. Like he oh, is yeah. fully in the crew. He was a host of like one of the nights. Um, wow, it's a great question. Um, I did meet a lawyer who was a juggalo. He's a lawyer in Detroit. And at the gathering, he goes, but what was it? Uh, psychosis. Okay. He's psychosis. Oh, nice. And he's painted up and stuff. And someone's like, he's a lawyer. I was like, bullshit. I got to talking to him about it. And he's like, oh, this guy's actually really a lawyer. Uh, you'll find medical doctors there. You know, people that come from money or have money, but they, they're just down with the carnival. Yeah. And, you know, this is their thing. Uh, Celebrity-wise, definitely Chris Hansen. Um, doctors and lawyers were big shockers to me. I would rather, I would have thought I'd seen him at the country club, not at the fairgrounds in Thornville. What was like, uh, what was like a stereotype or a thing that you, like, I guess an assumption of the juggalos that you had before you really got to know what it was that kind of like shocked you that broke kind of like your idea of what you thought it was. I thought they would be assholes. Um, I really did because of the Gawker, Vice News, mm-hmm. you know, all the reports that come out about it that shows them in a negative light. I really thought that once they saw me not dressed like them and obviously sticking out like a sore thumb, like, I mean, I'm, I'm 6'4", like, it's hard for me to hide in a crowd. And... Um, but they were so damn nice and welcoming and wanted to make sure that my experience was a good one. And I got it because they need the positive press. Mm-hmm. And now I can go and sing the praises because they were so good to me. Um, I did. I thought the entire time I'm like, someone's going to end up fighting me. Like I'm going to end up in a fight over something stupid, but you know, one of the first days, some dude yelled out, show me your butthole. Mm-hmm. And I just yelled back, it's going to cost you $15. And the dude started laughing and offered me nitrous. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You know, this dude was like, you know, you have people being like, drink your piss. <laughs> and, you know, just respond like, I already did. I can't do it twice. I'm shy. Or, you know, you, as long as you like, the juggalos can dish it out. Mm-hmm. But they can take it also. Okay. And if you don't, if you come back with a decently witty response, something quick at them, they'll just start laughing and then you're best friends. That's like, awesome. They feed off, like, they, if you sit there and start screaming at them because they yelled, Show me your butthole. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're about to have a horde come down upon you. Yeah. But yeah, they'll, they can take it, they can hit with it. That was my biggest. You know, wow! Like these are good folks. Yeah, when my wife and I hosted uh, that party, I was like so fascinated the fact that the, we had like one of our coworkers was like a true like juggalo, and I had so many questions. And after talking to him for a little while, I was being kind of, you know, uh, 
I don't know. How, I was being very pretentious about it and being very like, um, I don't know. I was being an asshole, kind of. But he was just so nice about it and really like really answering the questions sincerely. Yeah. To mm-hmm. a point where he kind of broke through me. To a point where I was like, I'm sorry. Like you guys sound amazing. <laughs> so, like, yeah. yeah. There's something to that sincerity, you know? Like there are a group of people who don't take themselves so seriously to the point of not understanding. They know what they're doing is a little odd, but they celebrate the beauty of it, which is really cool and refreshing to see. Yes. hundred percent. Um, I don't know if you've ever hung around a bunch of Americana fans, but they're insufferable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, Punk rock fans, insufferable. Oh, oh, yeah. Like, for as much as it's like, unify the scene. Nah, man, y'all are insufferable. Yeah, you guys are miserable individuals. Yeah, not the Juggalos. They're not insufferable. They're always happy to talk to you about their passion. And will do it very sincere. Like, they're almost, it's almost like a, a the Hare Krishnas. Or something. They're the ones that hang out at the airport and give you. Some, they're so happy about their religion, mm-hmm. the religion being the dark carnival, yeah, and mm-hmm. the prophets being Shaggy Two Dope and Violent J, <laughs> um, and the disciple Ouija Mac. Uh, they are. There is like an honesty and happiness to talk to you about where it is. And yeah, as long as you don't act like that's all I have to say on it. Don't be an asshole. It's yeah. not hard. Juggalos uh, are people too. They're nice folks. Yeah. Respect their authority. It's okay. just it's Sorry, just bro. nice you can go to a place and like be yourself and like make friends or like lifelong you can like be yourself around. Yeah. 100%. Like like you said there with like the doctors and lawyers and stuff. Um they are they're being their true selves at the gathering. You know, on Monday they go back, they put the suit on, yeah, they do all the rigmarole. But for that weekend, that's psychosis. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Psychosis is here to party. Also, what's the difference between that and like some sort of like uh you know, those like role playing gatherings that people do with like you know, the swords and this medieval or the medieval festivals and shit like that. What's the fucking difference? Like, it's just a different sort of fantasy world that they tend to live in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I will say as someone who in his hometown had a Renaissance fair every year, oh, yeah. I will take the juggalos over Ren fair people. Oh, yeah, me too. for sure. Like, God, Ren fair <laughs> folks. They're up there with belly dancers. Oh, hey. belly dancers are bad? <laughs> oh, they're so annoying. Oh, I could see it. Yeah. Burlesque troops, belly dancers, Ren Fair. They all go together. Mm. Yeah. The thing I like about Juggalos is like whatever you're into, they res- they just they're cool with that. Yep. Like, cool, you're into that. Like if you want to smoke weed or you're big on smoking weed, that's cool. If you don't, if you're straight edge, who cares? We'll accept you for you because you're a part of the like the family. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and even with like your preferences towards stuff, you know, we were riding from the site back to the hotel one time, me and Tommy whoop whoop. And, uh, I was listening to sound and fury by Sturgill Simpson. Mm -hmm. Love that record. It had just come out. I was jamming it hard. 
And he's just like, what is this? And I'm like, it's Sturgill Simpson. I don't know if you're there. And he's like, not my style. This is pretty cool. No, nice. And I'd be like, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Like, because most of my friends, if you put on Insane Clown Posse, would shit on you for it. Yeah. But yeah. you can let me listen to my Sturgill Simpson. You know that's something I'm into. And we're cool. You know, I was like, that's what it's all about, folks. The mantras of the of them, of the juggalo, almost called them the Jedi for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I like their too idea much of Star like, Wars. You're never wrong for what you're like like what your what your preferences are or what you like. Like it's all opinion or it's all taste based. So it's like if you like that, then you like it and it's good. Exactly. Which and is refreshing. I mean, I think that's way that's the way we should work in a modern society. Yeah. If that's what you're into and you ain't hurting me and you ain't hurting nobody else, then I ain't gonna lose sleep over it. Right. Yeah. Like it's not hard. It's kind of my mantra for everything. Am I gonna I like lose it. sleep over this? No. Then I don't care. Just a real quick uh if because we're running low on time here, but uh could you give just like a brief synopsis of like the origin story of how Insane Clown Posse got started? Like, like where do they come from? Because I think I, I, I'm still a little confused on that. So I'm going to do the best I can because I'm not deep in the lore. But they are Detroit-based. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I'm going to forget the name of what their original group was, and Tommy's going to kill me. Um, but there's different incarnations. Uh, ICP is the best-selling independent artist of all time. Mm-hmm. Never, they, Everything's been on Psychopathic Records, never signed to a, a major label. Um, still sell records. That's the thing with the Juggalos. They still buy CDs and will gladly buy CDs. I don't know if they know what Spotify is <laughs> <laughs> or a vinyl record. They buy a CD. They're going to listen to it in the car. Um, they, funny enough, I, Tommy, one time we had, we'd recorded a podcast for um, uh, Michael Strank's show and uh, Board to Life about the gathering. And I told Tommy about it. And he's like, can you burn that for me? I'm like, no, actually, I'm going to send you a download link. Like, it's not hard, buddy. That's funny. Yeah, it's available lots of places. (laughs) And, uh, but yeah. So, yeah, they're Detroit-based. The All their things, like the carnival, the face paint, everything else, if I'm not mistaken, Tommy has told me the whole shebang one night. But it's, it all has symbolism, like butterflies, they talk about butterflies a lot, and that's, if I'm not mistaken, a like sign of rebirth for them. It was in a dream that either Violent J or Shaggy Two Dope had about a butterfly, and it it struck them very powerfully. And so they write about that. I mean, it's a it's a group that has yeah, it's got its own lore on levels of like Lord of the Rings, hmm. it, the depth of what symbolism is in the songs, what. This means here and there. Um, I uh, I wish I knew more of the lore, but like the only lore I know is Star Wars, and I only have so much capacity to memorize lightsaber colors. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, one of my, it's funny, it's, it went, it's gone from like one of my proudest moments to now one of my bigger regrets is uh, I work for a sound company and I was supposed to do a weekend of the Juggalo Fest and down in Hawking Hills and I marched into the owner's office and said, give me anything else, but I'm not doing this. And now I'm bummed that I didn't. Do <laughs> oh yeah, it would have been a rough. Too. It still would have been a rough weekend of me sleeping in the back of a bed of a truck. But because mm-hmm. the guy who I was supposed to like be on, like he was, I was front of the house like mixer, and he yeah. was going to be back of the house mixer, and uh, for the main stage. And he t- already told me that he had rented. He'd gotten a prostitute for the weekend, and I had already done a festival with him like a month or two prior. And he got a he got a prostitute, and I had to sleep in the back of the like, the the truck all weekend because he was just hanging out with this prostitute in a room that we were sharing. <laughs> oh my god! That so awful. I was like, I think it was more had to do with him than it being the Juggalo Fest, <laughs> but it was a little bit of both. Jeez. That and I heard like all the horror stories of like all the equipment coming back, and then you having to like clean it of all the fago and everything, and like yeah. So that that was another reason too, but they ended up putting me on the worst things possible, and I, I now I kind of wish I would have just done the Juggalo Fest. <laughs> I like that your boy had the the gall of being like, "Hey, yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. I got a prostitute." Yeah, I appreciate that he would. He the first time he didn't warn me. That's when I told him like, "If you're gonna get a prostitute, you gotta let me know beforehand." <laughs> yeah. So I can like bring like a sleeping bag and like things to keep myself cool in the truck. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's we were in Kentucky and it's humid as fuck, you know, and I'm sleeping in the bed of like a, you know, uh, like a big box truck with on the, in the, in the lid of a soundboard. It was actually quite comfortable, but like it would have been <laughs> nice to know ahead of time that this was going to be my situation. So yeah. I would have brought like a sleeping bag or something like that. <laughs> Uh man, what a what both a hero and an <laughs> <Yeah>. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he, his name was Casper. He was an interesting character. <clears throat> of course his name was Casper. Who who wasn't with that company? Like we're all a bunch of like sound guys. Like I actually had the least amount of experience. And like all these guys have been on the road with a bunch of different people and for a long long periods of time. And this is like, they're like, oh, I get to stay home gig. Like, I get to be home during the week. (laughs) Hmm. So they were pumped about having a gig where they get to go home Monday through Thursday and be out on the road or do weekend gigs, you know? Yeah. So there are a lot of, like, old roadies (laughs) who have connections with prostitutes in every city in the country. Yeah. Always got to have a rat in town. Yeah. Right. You guys are like Tiger Woods. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they know where to find the drugs, and they know where to find the prostitutes. Oh, yeah. I want to be a roadie now. <laughs> I want to know those It's things. not an easy life, I'll tell you that much. It's Hell not no. easy. All right. Do you have any uh, closing uh, comments about the gathering? Okay, my closing statement is... The gathering is not what you think. It is way bigger than you. The gathering will be around longer than your little snippy comments. Mm -hmm. It will forever last. Whoop, whoop. 
to all of my ninjas, my juggalettes, and my juggalo brothers and sisters, both that's all of them, yeah. both juggalos and juggalettes. Uh, and yeah, drop your pretentiousness and realize that it's a decently cool, welcoming culture based on progressive thoughts and uh, probably better than that EDM concert you're trying to go to with a bunch of meatheads pumping ecstasy into your blood and listening to <laughs> for like three straight days. It sucks. You know it sucks. Like, quit tricking yourself. It's a guy pushing buttons. Mm-hmm. This is this is folks flowing their hearts out. Um, Juggalo life. Hatchet Man's forever. Tommy Whoop Whoop, I love you. There's my closing statements. Thank you. Uh, where can I find you on social media? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Daniel Wagner. Um, I don't have a Facebook. I lost that two years ago over me impersonating Steve from Blue's Clues <laughs> because of my Halloween costume. <laughs> It's a true story. I was kicked off of Facebook for impersonation. Um, (laughs) But yeah, the Daniel Wagner uh, on those, I will follow you back as long as you're not my grandma. She's been sitting in the port for uh, two and a half years now. I think, I think she's going to die before I allow her to ever look at my Instagram. (laughs) I don't blame you. All right, Jeremy, where can we find you? Uh, just look at me up on uh, Instagram. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at uh, Brett Thomas and Instagram, uh, Brett Thomas 1896. This is probably one of my favorite episodes I've done. Uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. No, thank you for having me. It's fun to be in a chair again to talk nonsense uh anytime i'm always i've got a very open schedule i'm definitely gonna have you back yes all right good night everybody a river dare cheese thank you for uh listening to brett talk uh give me a follow at brett thomas on facebook and brett thomas 1896 on instagram Uh, Please uh, leave a five-star review on anywhere you listen to this podcast. They all help. Thank you.